0: Lime, duh! Hello, welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. Uh, the podcast where we dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. And uh, yeah, I skipped doing the intro this week for the listeners. Um and, uh, you know, cause we got kind of a weird week. Um, we had a weird week in professional wrestling and we're going to get into it before I do. I will say we, if you want to support the podcast, we have patreon.com slash comedians wrestling, get access to all of, all of our awesome bonus content. Um, uh, right now, this week in the Cow Movie Club, we watched a really bad movie, but had a fun conversation about the Escape Plan Two, starring Sly Stallone and Dave Bautista for four minutes. Uh, yeah. yeah, check that out. And uh, yeah, but we are grassroots. Anyway, I'm here with uh, uh, Nancy Newman. How about it? How about it? And the First Lady, Erin Finerty. What up? <laughs> Yeah. And um look, continuing with the tradition of 2020 being uh hands down the worst year in the history in modern history. Um yeah, wrestling the wrestling world was uh been sh- shocked um by I would say shocked. Not shocked, but it's rocked. it's been a ro- <laughs> yeah. The wrestling world's been rocked. The wrestling world has been uh uh, turned upside down a bit by this, uh, they're calling it the hashtag speaking out movement, which is essentially like wrestling's Me Too movement, right? Um, which I, I, it's weirdly, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that wrestling would be like three years behind, you right? Know, culturally, like three years behind, uh, uh, you know. Unfortunately, which we'll kind of get into, but yeah, many wrestlers and and uh, people we really dislike. People that we love uh who are wrestlers who are one of my guys have been called out and there's some serious allegations about them on uh on Twitter now I guess a lot of this stuff is just to just to say this up top not all this stuff has been substantiated. I think almost every single wrestler has denied these allegations, so this is all just what's coming out um through social media, a lot of it looks very credible based on, you know, screenshots of DMs and uh, and just the quantity of claims uh, for some of Other these Other people
1: guys. corroborating stories right. with their own tales about the same person.
0: Uh, but there's been no, um, no like, uh, formal charges brought against any of these wrestlers or anything currently. So just getting that out there uh yeah just to do our due diligence there but yeah um you know so look i i think what we could talk about in i think maybe we go through some of these specifically um to start and because all these situations are very nuanced and we're living in a very tricky nuanced time and um Yeah, I I think the place I'd like to start is with Matt Riddle. So, um, yeah, so Matt Riddle, insanely bad timing for the guy, if that even matters, but kind of crazy. This happened the day of his call-up to SmackDown. Um, And so what happened with Matt Riddle is that uh, a wrestler – um, indie wrestler name. Her name was what Candy Cartwright, I believe, and she had said she was having basically having an affair with. She admitted that she was having an affair with Matt Riddle, um, and had said that uh, they were in a. There was one specific incident where they were in a van, and uh, everyone was sleeping. You know, they're traveling between cities. He had asked her to, quote, hop on his dick. And I'm just saying that because that's what, you know, it's vulgar, but it's what the info we have. And then she said, oh, I don't want to do that because that's embarrassing for me. You know, there's people in the car here. And then he, she's claiming that he choked her and said, what if I made you do it? Um, And then she ended up giving him oral sex just to kind of calm the situation down. And Yeah. There's some screenshots of their interactions. There seems to be the two screenshots I've seen. Let me know if you guys have seen anything different was um, um, there was a screenshot of just Riddle texting her and saying, like, I can't wait to see you tonight. And like giving his hotel room and uh, there was a shot of Riddle's wife asking for like screenshots of all their conversations being like, "You you owe me that. Right. Right. So, um, yeah. And then the last thing I'll say before we kind of talk about it and how, where, you know, how you guys feel about this and how this affects Matt's career um, is he put out, a, his lawyer put out a statement essentially being like this woman, essentially saying it was short and it was on. Labels originally
1: printed on a sheet of address labels.
0: Got the top lawyer in Florida and essentially basically discredit her, you know, kind of like old school. You know, uh, I don't know, I don't have a term for it. The
1: the lawyer's statement said completely discrediting her, completely discrediting her, and said that they are working on a suit against her for cyber stalking, and right, calling her a stalker. Yeah, both Matt Riddle and his wife said that she's been cyber stalking him and that she's a quote like crazy person. So that's how oh yeah, in, in this economy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I know. Not great timing for the.
1: But, anyways, but I really did
0: want some lime.
1: That's more or less what the the statements that they put out on their end said.
0: Yeah, so he he he's going full on. This didn't happen. Uh, old, like the old school, like, discredit the woman, she's nuts defense. And then he's going about, on social media, just going about his life, like, posting ab shots and, uh, you know, posting his debut and just going about it, like, you know, this, why would anyone believe this woman? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, you know, I mean, I don't know. I'm not even sure where to go with it, but, you know, uh, you know, there's obviously going to be, there's obviously no place for any kind of, first off, the f- physical violence against a woman in, in, in wrestling and anything, you know? Uh, I mean, if this is proven to be true, which the reality is, it's probably not going to be proven, right?
1: How do you
0: improve right. it? Because that gets kind of to like my main question here, which is like Jack Gallagher, they already let go. Right. And it seems to be the kind of thing where I don't have any proof of this, whatever, but that they're kind of like, all right, well, Matt Riddle's kind of very important. So let's try to protect him as much as possible, you know? Right. And yeah, but they also know on paper that, there's going to be no proof of this, right? Right. I mean, there's no video right. of this incident. She's pointing to one particular incident, so I mean, they're yeah. all kind of just, uh, uh um, you know, uh, they're they're all kind of hoping that we just like forget about it or whatnot, you know? Right, or take your yeah.
1: word for it that she's a cyber stalker or whatever the case may be. Um, I mean,
0: if that's
2: true, if that's true that she's a cyber, she's a stalker. And I'm Matt Riddle. Then when I get signed to NXT, I'm saying to them, "Hey, look! And there's this woman. She's da da da." Uh, yeah.
1: Well, and,
2: you know, so like
1: disclosing it, they yeah. their communications to the second screenshot that had um, a photo of him saying, "Like, oh, can't wait to see you tonight," was from like a year after the incident. So their affair continued after the fact and her point was if i'm a cyber stalker and crazy then why are you texting me as early as nxt takeover whatever 2019 right um that you're excited to see me
2: with stuff like this and this particular kind of thing where um because his wife is even saying too right that she's She's a, she's a stalker and is, is discrediting her. Yeah, his wife's part
0: of it because his wife also, like, he posted a picture of them. They were, like, out to eat after his debut and she was, like, smiling, at, you know, assuming that she, mm-hmm. you know, consented to that photo uh, being posted and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Right. I imagine she didn't go, like, I can't believe you posted an old picture of us at dinner pretending. I don't think that's the situation because the lawyer letter is also...
2: Right. I guess my point is that, like, So we have the wife corroborating that side of the story. And with things like this, where um, I try to look at everything, and I try to decide what's more likely based on other factors, right? And so like, there is no doubt women who exist who would lie about this sort of thing. Every type of person exists, every type of idea and attitude, there are people with several issues or issues where they, they behave in a certain way and, and it could, it's possible that she is this weird stalker person. Right. Um, but then I think, well, there's probably less of those type of people than there are men who are abusers or, or do abusive things. So it starts to tip over in that direction of like, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt because just the odds aren't in the favor of that side of the story, not saying that it's impossible, for her to be crazy it's entirely possible um there's you know without naming names there's people we there's a guy we know that i watched a, a woman yell that he was attacking her when he was literally standing there on the phone with the cops with his arms folded and she's screaming he's raping me he's raped so
0: like people exist like that Yeah, um, I mean, uh, you know but uh, it's, uh, it's
2: it's but i don't Jussie think there's as is no a real idea.
0: guy You know what I mean? Like I'm just saying, I talk about one of the craziest things that's ever, ever happened. You know what I mean? Right. So of course, Uh, I I just mean that. I don't think there's as
2: many, I don't think there's as many of those people as there are men who are comfortable doing this type of thing. So that's, I end up just being like, well, I have to give her the benefit of the doubt. Uh, Especially when like on this list of people is there are couples, Right. And I have it on good word that like Joey Ryan and his wife are also this way. Uh, uh, uh what's his face, uh, Cornette and his wife named, right. right. So right. just because the wife is corroborating, doesn't mean that it's true. And so it's just for me as somebody with no power whatsoever to do anything about this. And I'm just kind of trying to figure out where I stand, uh, morally it's, I have to give, The woman the benefit of the doubt almost every single time just because of all the other factors that are inherent
1: yeah and not only that but the woman who's making these accusations is a real human being like she is a person i think she's a wrestler she has her own reputation to uphold and unless you are really crazy and that's something you're willing to sacrifice in order to just make this crazy accusation it's another thing when you are a faceless Twitter account that just hatched 24 hours later and you're making false accusations against Justin Bieber which right. had to go through a lot of hoops to prove right. that those were fake it's like this is a real woman and you know right. there's probably more on the line for her to come out and speak out than there is to just make some wild story up online you know right. so undoubtedly, and those, yeah. in those instances yeah. I always give the benefit of the doubt because like I know guys and It's just like everyone knows guys like they're just like they many of them have this ability. And like you said, there's probably more of those people than there are women who are willing to put their own personal lives on the line to speak out like that. So I I agree.
0: Yeah. I mean, also, if you look at Matt Riddle, he didn't say I had an affair with this woman, but it was completely consensual. He said she's a stalker. He's basically saying like this didn't even happen or whatever, which is like also kind of a ridiculous, Mm -hmm. you know, that that also kind of discredits him to me, you know?
1: Well, and that's a problem in a lot of these cases. I think this full denial, like this never happened. This is fake. This is false is a big issue. And I think that it's not the way to go about dealing with this like in some cases that we'll probably talk about like the Sammy Guevara thing which is completely different but he did not I mean it's on tape so you couldn't but he made no he didn't deny that it happened or whatever like completely different story but he owned up to it and I think that owning up to it and not like giving this like, oh, it almost happened or in my eyes it wasn't this way or I'm sorry you felt that it was inappropriate. Like, that's not right. I think that that's not acceptable. I think a way to do it is to say, like, I did this and I'm sorry and I'm going to make it better. But the Matt Riddle thing is so, like, this never happened. Like, this is false.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, I don't know. For me, the thing about Matt – well, whatever. We're not going to be able to prove this happened. It didn't happen. just not going to happen if we're just being, like, fact-based. But I think it's pretty clear that he had had this, like, affair, you know? And I think for me, in terms of, like, what I liked about Matt Riddle as the guy and the wrestler, uh, his integrity has been massively hit for me Mm -hmm. in terms of being a fan. You know what I'm saying? Um, And then also the way he handled this – which I guess if it didn't happen, then it, you know in the in the case it didn't happen, then like arguably he handled it like all right, you know I guess because it's just like hey we're handling this legally blah 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 right. but I I tend to believe the way he handled it is kind of just a little, it's it's a little you know it's it's a little off putting you know right.
1: a little off putting and just to have like this lawyer who's I don't even know, like a shmohawk, like printing your statement crooked on a sheet of labels and throwing up a photo of it. Not even like, couldn't even bust out the notes app for this. Like, he's not a, he's not
2: a top 40 under 40. I'll tell you that
0: much. Right.
1: Definitely not.
0: The thing with Riddle is that I don't see how the smart play, except for, I don't see how the smart play. And I'm now I'm thinking, to be honest, this is kind of like, you know, insensitive and shitty because this is actually like a a woman, you know, like to, to this woman's experience. But wouldn't the smart play to be like, hey, this happened, but it was not – there was no choking, nothing like that's a complete misunderstanding of what happened there. If he did that, I'm not saying it's better or blah, 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 but you'd be more inclined to be like – right? You'd be more inclined to be like, all right, uh, maybe they had a different accounts of the same sexual encounter. But it's just like the flat-out denial of it when – like you're saying, it's a real person. That That's just fishy, you know? Yeah. yeah.
2: I guess I'm not interested in what would be the most clever way to cover it up.
0: I guess me either, but I'm just trying yeah. to point to – I don't mean it to say which is the most – right. I, I don't mean it that way. No, no. I only mean it from the way of like his credibility looks bad, worse to me. You know what I mean? Right, like because right, right. That. right, right. That's, what yeah. I, that's how I mean it. I don't mean it. It wasn't
2: just like a shady way to put it off. It was like the most shady way to put it off. <laughs>
0: Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and kind of like the most insensitive way like right. to this like person who you potentially hurt. Um cuz I I feel pretty confident saying that he had a relationship with her. You know 100%. what I mean? 100%. So even in that way in that regard, you know. Anyway, uh yeah, I, I get whatever. Uh, uh, you know, and, and 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 we don't need to, like, bog, you know, go through each of these, blah, blah, blah. You guys can read them. I'm just going to riddle the – rattle <laughs> – riddle the you – know, hey, hey, probably the one joke of the episode. There it is. I'm going to riddle these off. Um, uh, and, and because I want to have a more broader discussion about wrestling, but I wanted to get this information out there for people that didn't know. So Joey Ryan, I mean – uh, is one of the other big guys, and I—I'd known about Joey Ryan's behavior for—I had heard, not known per, firsthand, obviously. I had kind of heard a little bit about this, um, uh, that he was co- I, I, not to the extent that we know, but I had heard he's kind of a creep, you know. Yeah, and um, you know the interesting thing with Joey Ryan—if you you can read the accounts of all these women, there's like 16 women or something. Basically, Joey Ryan, I feel comfortable saying, is uh, is like a rapist, you know. Um. Right. I mean, he's like full on uh, a predator. You know, all these stories. You know, sixteen-year-old girls. Even in his apology, he says like, "I was living a rock star lifestyle." From his dick flip going, uh, his dick flip going viral, which is like, you know, I've had a viral video. I don't like go like time to live rock star. (laughs) Like you know whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just fucking weird to think like oh because I had a viral. Uh, because my career is going well i should i'm allowed to hook up with 16 year old girls
2: you know yeah. also like imagine led zeppelin in a fucking hotel room like oh mate i just my tweet got a million likes and now i'm gonna <laughs> molest yeah. this girl because of it like a rock star like come on
0: Didn't Led zeppelin all hook up with like 16 year old girls all the time they, yeah, like, yeah, 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 16- yeah 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 yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no every, point every about everyone, everyone yeah. bowie even bowie was yeah. it was a different time it was a different time um
1: <laughs> yeah and like well to litigating say, in like, the past oh,
0: is an interesting thing but yeah um what
1: my viral video is the reason why like i went into this like predatory lifestyle it's like come on like do you think um like david the the is this real life Damn, kid david. is <laughs> like no is the the kid on nitrous like the is this real life boy is like oh, right. living like a big pimp and lifestyle like i, don't I was thinking think about so. that
0: the other, i was thinking about that kid the other day it's so funny is this real is life this real life <laughs> really funny that is really funny. But you He's know what? I just want to say a couple of things. I don't really like when people not, – not that I don't like it in terms of – I see why it's funny thing to point out. But I don't really like people being like, this was his gimmick and you didn't see this coming. Like you can play like a creep character and not be right. a creep. You know, this is one thing that yeah. I really – I, I take umbrage with is people thinking like, like now it's like our, all of our – all of our art needs to represent us as like a person. Like, you know, you can, these guys are actors, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and especially WB wrestlers are handed scripts from Vince. Right. right. So like, Ryan. so, so I, I just mean in that way, like, I don't think that because he did that, I'm sure that led him to like, think of the idea, but like, uh, I, I just don't like those issues being conflated, but yeah. Uh, John Ryan. Now the big problem with Joy Ryan, and this is, goes to the Cornet thing as well. The big problem with Joey Ryan is a big problem we see in wrestling, and it kind of even relates to, like, my comments that I thought in the Undertaker documentary are super weird about the uh, uh, wrestling. Like, there's a real power dynamic problem in pro wrestling, um, which comes from kind of the how small of a world it is and the amount of uh, gatekeepers who are, like, bad actors in this industry that no one really gives a shit about, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, for example, look at wrestling right now. We've talked about this the whole, like, I mean, they're saying now they're reporting that they think up to two dozen WB employees and in-ring talent have coronavirus, have tested positive. Right. So, which we, we knew was going to happen. They're in Florida. We have this truly moronic governor over there deemed wrestling corruptly, uh, 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 an essential business. We know about that, but, uh, uh, it's like there's uh uh, because like with nba everything's under the microscope right like my dad calls me he's like this is this is uh this is the nba's plan they're gonna play all the games in orlando how's that gonna work blah blah like everyone is scrutinizing all these other sports leagues plans to open up wrestling people they don't care about it right so it's unregulated i think that's like the whole trickle down of the thing is that it's in this weird spot in society like the circus carny area where like it's in like this pocket of even though it's this like big billionaire like uh uh uh, publicly traded company it's in this like gray area of obscurity where there's a real blind eye turn to all the bad behavior happening you know Mm -hmm. and uh, also, it it also like is a there's also like uh, it's like basically there's like a monopoly going on essentially. I mean, now you have AEW, you have a couple other places to wrestle, but there's you know if you're wrestling PWG or like bar wrestling out here, Joey Ryan ran bar wrestling. So if you're a SoCal indie wrestler getting on bar wrestling and Joey Ryan sexually assaults you. You know, you're to say no to this guy. You'll never wrestle on bar wrestling. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. I, and I just think it's like, even when I'm in it, like, I, I, I'm processing this thought. But, like, even with, like, Taker being like, oh, so I'll do anything for Vince. He flies home to get his gear on the day. Right. You're like, right? these wrestlers need unions. They need protection. You know, I, I, they need protection. Um, yeah. Like, kill the spider. Sorry. Actors. Yeah. <laughs> So um, and, yeah, the spiders can be freaky sometimes, but right, you you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's uh it's not it's kind of not uh there's there's kind of like a. It doesn't matter how high of a level you are in wrestling. Like, there's like a behavior of like here's how you act, and I'm I'm not surprised that there's this like pattern because like Jim Cornette, forget to him, he was booking OVW. People are, and anything about Jim Cornette, I believe. His character right. is a zero. He has zero credibility to me. The guy is right. a, a walking pile of trash to me. This guy is every ist in the book. <laughs> you know, um, he could have the Bianca Belair gimmick of like racist. Uh, the IST. The IST. <laughs> the IST. Uh, well, we ha- there's the second joke. I can't help myself. But I'm saying, they're saying he had to, you had you had to, ha- basically, you had to trade sexual favors by it having sex with his wife to get booked in OVW. OVW is a direct line to WWE. Like, your whole life's work relies on getting matches in OVW. Right. Uh, at the time, if you remember, OVW is right. Cena, you watch all the videos. Cena, Ziggler, Batista, they all uh, – Orton, that, 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 all they're all OVW guys, you know?
2: Yeah, I think the pro- – I think – my assumption about all this stuff with the sort of structural right. – um abuses or uh, rather the abuses of structural power. Anytime there's a hierarchy ever, um, there's going to be the possibility for abuse. I think then you factor in, there are the various reasons why you find men at the tops of these hierarchies. Um, and then the types of ways that men are capable of abuse, uh, because of the inherent threat of violence, uh, due to, on average, the difference in size and, right. and strength and stuff like that, right? And so you, what happens then is all these other factors create the conditions in just, not just wrestling, and literally every time there's any kind of top-down hierarchy or there's a, there's a position of power or gatekeeping in place, the it, it's likely, therefore, that it's going to be a guy and then, therefore, likely that if they do abuse that power, it's going to be sexual in nature. Uh, and so, yeah, you just end up no matter where you look with these sort of things in place and these things happening, because it's all these other factors that, attri- that contribute to power being abused this way. Who's in power? Why is that type of person in power? How do they typically abuse power? And then it's just replicated everywhere. Right. Yeah.
1: Not only that, but it like trickles down. You know what I mean? Like right. if you're a wrestler and you know, there's some, if you're a male wrestler and there's a man who has power over you, but, maybe you think you're the shit it empowers you to then take advantage of people who are beneath you, whether it's other talent or women fans, um, right. up and coming
2: I mean, talent. fucking Randy Orton, Randy Orton, right? Like he's all woke now with the black lives matter stuff, but like he, uh, for all intents and purposes, sexually assaulted writers, right? When he takes his dick out and waves it at them and makes them shake his hand. That's a, that's, 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 in my eyes not much different than whatever Joey Ryan's doing or Jim Cornette's doing It's this it's the same type of psychological sexual abuse uh in right. the workplace no less
0: well yeah. i mean it's it you know it, it taking your dick out which i I, it couldn't be more of a fireable offense you know right um
1: yeah if he did that in like a conference room at like a regular job he did it
0: in the money in the bank room in the
2: fucking titan towers right
1: yeah but for me
0: i know it's like this is not popular opinion whatnot but like if he's just doing that as like if we're talking about like hazing even though like that involves his actual penis, but I, I, I think none of it was actual sexual in nature. It was more like to humiliate writers and whatnot, like from what I remember. Like Orton Ooh. was like he would like shit in your bag. Like it's 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 terrible. It right. should not be I
2: guess before but but I would also say that Yeah rape isn't also isn't sexual. And I probably misspoke when I said uh. sexual in nature. It's about like it's power. It's about exercising this power over somebody to humiliate them or to make yourself feel powerful and so i think when in a, when you strip it down to its components if it's an individual uh, ab- uh abusing the either the perceived or real position of power that they're in in order to humiliate and and um objectify somebody then there's not much daylight between like what orton does and what like these other people that we're talking about are doing
0: right Right, so it's but, never
2: sexual. It's always a power
0: thing. Right. But there is a line at sexual over, yeah. well, over, right? There's, there's, there's kind of a line there just from the point where of no return. And the only right. reason I mean that, the only reason I say that is kind of like, if we're going to live in, 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 I, I'm not, if we're living in, you know, cancel culture, right? Yeah. Um, I don't even know if we're formally all calling that. Like, I, before we had a term for it on this podcast, we used to, I used to be like – I called it – I randomly was like, oh, ex- I, I'm not into exile culture. I remember. Right. And then, like, now we have – cancel became more of the word. If that then, like, there has to be some kind of line towards, like, redemption or we're just discarding, you know, uh, 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 people, which is, you know, is – I mean, there, there's a line, right? Like a guy like Joey Ryan can fucking rot in hell. You know what I mean? Right. Like what the, he's not, he's not, we don't need him, but he doesn't deserve to be wrestling. You know what I mean? It's like my problem with, especially because a lot of times it's with other wrestlers, you know, that, that's another issue is that like, it's my problem when you hear about, uh, comedians, on female comedians right like the thing with like louie you know Mm -hmm. but you're like for me something that really bothers me you know you make the argument oh all he did was just jerk off in front of these women blah 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 but the thing that like bothers me is that like oh well i can you know they're comedians they're other comedians forget about their gender their sex whatever like it's like oh you don't even see them as comedians you know um, yeah, these are other either, same things. A lot of these these wrestlers, like with Joey Ryan, it's like they're trying to come up and wrestle. You know, right, right. And I
2: mean, similarly too. I think the Louis C.K. thing is also a workplace situation as well. and right. In this case, the clubs are the workplace of these female comedians, and then therefore, if he's being booked at clubs, then with women on the bill. Now they're in their workplace with this predator.
1: Well, yeah, Yeah. it's, it's, um, in a lot of these cases, like Louis CK, it's like a dangling of, uh, opportunity type situation. Like two of the women that he, I think jerked off in front of or whatever were people he was kind of baiting with opportunity to tag along and have his help. And, um, Last year or the year before, Ryan Adams, who was previously my favorite singer-songwriter of all time, was outed by the New York Times for a dangling opportunity in front of young female musicians, and essentially doing the same thing and stifling his wife's musical career along the way. And so... You know, Dan said, "Is there like a path to redemption for some of these people?" Was he Mandy Moore? Was he married to Mandy Bohr? Yeah, he was, and she divorced him, and he was right. not a good husband. And the path to redemption, unfortunately, it's like, well, it's long. Like, there's right. no yeah. apology. It's for Ryan, for Louis C.K. I don't think that he has any interest in it because he's gone out on tour and joked about it and been very insensitive in a lot of ways, and you know. I just don't see it happening. And I'm fine with that. But, you know, Ryan, I think you have to show that you've changed and make strides towards being a better person. And it's hard because now we're entering this time where it's like, well, the Ryan Adam things happened like two years ago. And I see online, like he's trying to do better, but I still have a hard time reconciling. Like I want to like forgive and like listen to his music again and be happy about it like I used to be but it's really hard to kind of figure out where the end of that line of redemption is you know what I mean so wow. I think it's going to be hard going forward to see where these people end up and how long it takes and when society and fans are ready to forgive these people
0: Right, right, uh, yeah I know, but I think that the, but the interesting oh sorry I just want to say one thing before I forget yeah. it's like Sammy Guevara thing right because I just want to bring that up there I find it really interesting because everyone is on board saying the Sammy Cavar thing. We all agree is not a fireable offense. It is a twenty-year-old kid saying something very stupid, very insensitive, and he owned up to it. Said he was sorry. But I worry that if all this other stuff wasn't called out, the rea- it, that we would have been like we gotta get, the reaction would have been way harsher. Do you know what I mean? Like that there's a dulling of it because. We have literally, now he's compared to rapists at the, you know, at, at the same well, time, simultaneously. The, Maybe I'm wrong. I'm just, I'm putting that out there for I
1: you agree. But I also, I think that smart move is that he talked to Sasha Banks and Sasha Banks, her statement, I think was the most compelling piece in the whole thing was because she right. got to say her piece. She talked to him one-on-one. They had a conversation, which is, you know, a really meaningful thing. Cause you don't see any of these other kind of accused predators talking to their victims and then both releasing a statement like that so i think that was really smart and And um, also the other problem with him is he said it on a podcast and no one else in the room stopped him or questioned it at all which you know if this wasn't happening that podcast might just get buried you know no one would have even thought about it. it would have been enabled and fine but You know, this is a learning moment for him. And I think that the fact that he sorted things out with Sasha and obviously he wouldn't have gone to her with his tail between his legs like that if he didn't feel remorse. So, you know, not a fireable offense, but I think he still has like probably just, you know, more growing up to do.
0: Oh, absolutely. And also I just want to say one thing is that likely Sammy was coached by AEW, like Tony Khan, Cody. I don't have any proof of this on what they think he should do. And I think I'm not – listen, I know this is always a hot-button issue, and I'm not really sure why Why everyone – it's like if we give AEW any moral cred, people have such a problem with that. It's like we're not saying they're perfect at all, but I do think this set – if you look at Tony Khan's handling of the – Hulk Hogan thing you know uh, uh, like they um, and just their initiatives in general um, I, I think there is it's like oh well here's how this will be handled it seems like they're committed to handling these things in a way that feels a little less I don't know maybe I'm getting worked but it was a little less PR like I felt like Sammy legitimately had a learning experience right? you know like based on what he said he took all the correct, like you're saying, all the correct steps, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I think,
2: so to, to, to your first thing, Dan, about yeah. like, it's a 20-year-old kid saying something stupid, right? And, and um, it's sort of like a gas leak, right? Like a gas leak isn't the thing that is making the house on fire. The right. fire is doing that. But if you don't get rid of gas leaks, then there's always the potential for a fire. And right. so- with stuff like this, it's like yeah, it's just the it's it's adding to the normalization of the environment where a guy can say something like that, and another guy's like, well, "Okay, interesting take," and then moves on because to him that's normal, right? Like it's like a fish in water, and it's it's and, and it's that culture. That's like you're seeing the culture of rape culture itself. You're not seeing these these the like actual acts of, of right. abuse. You're seeing the 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 mycelium from which this stuff fucking grows um which is just a environment um and then to the point of like the road the long hard road to redemption it's it's the hardest part about it is that it's really truly only between the accuser and the accused uh and whether or not they work it out between them it has to be unconditional in the minds of in the mind of the person seeking forgiveness it can't be attached to to their ego. It can't be attached to them getting their career back. It can't be attached to them being back in public favor. It can't be attached to anything but working out whatever it is between you and the person that you hurt, them forgiving you or not. And then maybe you get your life back. Or maybe you don't, but it 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 can't be attached to that thing because or to anything else other than you doing personal work to make yourself better. And part of that is accepting that you don't have a right to have the same job forever right? Like no one has the right to be a stand-up comedian. No one has the right just to, because you were a wrestler once. Now you always have to be a wrestler. Like sometimes you fuck up and that ruins your life. And if you want forgiveness, you get it from the person you need it from and everything else is completely out of your control. There's no perfect apology. You know, it has to just be for, to for it to be for the real reasons and the right reasons. It can't be attached to anything other than you and the person you hurt.
0: Right. Um, Right, but well, absolutely, and him and Sasha, they handled it, you know, and she right. accepted his apology, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, I mean, yeah, I, as I, you know, as a comedian, I get very defensive about uh, canceling people over words. You know what I mean? I'll always be kind of like, I, I know it's tricky. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. there are things that can't be said. There are always going to be lines and whatnot. And also, if you're not a, if you're not a comedian, you know what I mean. If you're not a comedian, it's then like Sammy Guevara wasn't trying to be like he might have been trying to be funny, but so what, I want to actually like, ask you on this stage question: telling a joke, you know what I'm saying, yeah. or trying to be funny? Like, cause I'm just saying the thing that's tricky is that like I don't know. I'm going to comedy. It's pretty frustrating how, the the how it feels like comedy is like such a target. You know, um, where comedy is a place where it's just like most people have not tried to do it and it's very vulnerable to do it. You know what I mean? And so you're like, oh, I really have this idea. I don't know if it's funny. And like you get up there and you might even say it confidently because you're trying to sell it. And then, you know, from the democracy of getting no laughs, you know, that like, oh wow, that did not work I did not feel good. That did not I don't like that. That's not who I am when you're part of you finding your voice. And 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 I also think comedy is just uh free speech, you know? So it's kind right. of tricky. Um I uh uh where like and then especially when you see like the president <laughs> you know what I mean? You see like actual politicians saying like these terrible things people will make actual policy. Now you can make the argument kind of that like that are those lines blurring like, you know uh um, uh, what's his name? Uh, why am I forgetting his name? Al Franken, you know. I mean, are the you know people are becoming politicians and whatnot? So it's like, right. is that so? Uh, but you know, I, I don't how know why do I'm making it about that necessarily. But that's you know. Right. Uh, but how do you
2: differentiate between what is the difference in your eyes between somebody on stage with prepared material, right? And then they 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 say they're trying to push some sort of envelope to see, can I find something funny in this kind of like dark idea and it bombing? Right. And why do they, I guess what's the difference between them and somebody just telling like a joke on a podcast who isn't technically a comedian, because why would a stand up get more protection under first, under free speech than somebody like, why? Well, I, I have these days have a hard time telling the difference. like what's the difference between why would a stand up like what's different between a stand up and somebody just making a joke because that person can just be like I was just joking and assume that they're that they're given the same artistic freedom that a a stand up or a comic is given and so but why shouldn't they.
0: There's no, there's really no good like answer for that. I can come back on you and be, you know, because it, 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 I know what you're saying. And that's the tricky right. thing with comedy is that everyone's a comedian. You know what I mean? Right. It's like everyone. <laughs> so it's like everyone. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you want right. to be like, well, do you, you. Everyone's able to do this thing. It's not like, oh, I. Like I'm not a wrestler, you know what I mean? So right. I, can't be, like, I was just wrestling. You know right. what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Like I punch you in the face and then I'm like, oh sorry, I was just wrestling. Like like that was right. right, right. you can't do it. So that's the tricky thing with comedy. And I think that's why that's why it's such a hotbed of uh of controversy because it's like there um and uh y- you know, I I I think that It's just, it's just, it's just tricky. Like I know someone who gets, I'm friends with someone on social media who gets like really offended by stuff and I feel like they always miss the point. They're not in comedy. They're, you know, and um, she kind of like always is like, I'm always like, it's frustrating. I always want to be like, oh, that's just, that is truly just a joke. You know what I mean? Right. Like that is truly... But then I'm like, well, but it was her fault to her. So then you're like, well, do you just have to be a comedian? Do you have to just be like, well, I thought it was funny and that's it. And you have to put up those walls, you know? Like right. what is happening now with uh you know you know whatever. I'm veering so off from the wrestling, right. but I think that I, I I don't have a great answer for you. You know what I mean? Right. I, and I, so I I'm not there's... saying
2: that either way, I'm not saying that like
0: I'm not making a I I don't
2: know how to think, right? It's something I've been thinking for a long time just in in terms of like. Well, there is one mm-hmm. thing
0: that I think we can talk about, which is that like are you doing something in character? I think that's something we're starting to lose also. It's like are you right. if somebody's playing a character, that's then then that's the views of that character, right? I think that's right. something that's like a- automatically we could be like, you know, so that's the tricky thing about sketch and improv in that way, you know? Um right. and I do think also we have to like try to judge as much as we can on kind of character, really. I feel right. like you could kind of tell that's like always the X factor for me is like intent. It's like uh, can you can you kind of judge and, and, and again you can't regulate this. It's just feeling but can you judge like oh that person is just ch- they they you could tell that that didn't come from a hateful place right you know yeah yeah i mean yeah i guess we're getting
2: kind of off topic but
0: we're getting uh, off topic but i do think to spin it back into what we are talking about yeah is right we started we veered off into comedy pretty easily you know the thing is right. is this a wrestling problem i want to talk about wrestling in general i'll be straight up like i i i got um uh. People are like, oh, I'm not watching right now, you know, and I'm like, oh, it's because of COVID and whatnot. But you know, I, I, I you like, we know that wrestling. It's like, you know, I joke. I'm like, yeah, okay. Wrestling has kind of a toxic uh, atmosphere around it, or whatever, like kind of a vibe. It also has like a bad reputation, you know as being like, you know, like, like you bring up Orton, right? Like, that's what you think of. You think of that kind of culture. Um, uh, but these problems are not wrestling problems. These are problems across the board, you know? I explained why they are specific to wrestling. Uh, like, what what the problem I see with the structure of wrestling is that there's a lot of, it seems to be like a lot of gatekeepers. And that's, you know, there's similarities in comedy there also, you know? Um, but also comedy's more under the microscope, like you see. So a lot of problems right. with comedy get called out publicly, you know? But wrestling, no one cares about it, so this stuff is going to go even more hidden, you know?
2: Right. Yeah, it's allowed to fester.
0: But I guess when it comes down to this, it's like, uh, at what point we have this happen, and we have Saudi, you know, like at what point can you – I dream of a world where I can kind of guiltlessly watch wrestling because there's an element of wrestling where, where there's a lot we turn the blind eye to when we watch professional wrestling. And it's always thrown in our face. People say it to us all the time. It's just like, you know, people are like, how do you watch it when this? How do you watch it when that? How do you watch it like that? You know, and I, and I think the, the answer is because of the like, I really respect the art form of wrestling. Like, that's the thing I try to tell – that's what I try to always express to people. It's like, I, I, I see wrestling is so much bigger than the WWE, you know? Um, right. Vince is a pioneer of wrestling, you know? Um, uh, but But, yeah, like, the art of wrestling in its purest form is – amazing like i don't want it to die right. i mean like there's problematic painters There's problematic everything you know well and yeah all... you're not
2: going to stop listening to music because ryan adams is a piece of shit. right right right
0: but the uh so i do think when people criticize like why with aw like oh this feels like a company that is a little more um modern right or like progressive yeah. in that way I do think everyone has this hope that this will be a show I can watch that more aligns with my personal morals. Right. You know? And I, and I think like pointing out like, Oh, they also still wrestled during COVID and this and that. You're like, you could equate them, but doing that is like, you're doing what like the press secretary will do for Trump, you know, like throw it back and what, and whatnot. Like uh, uh, the intention, if you're going back to intent, people's intent is, like, to watch wrestling without this cloud, you know? Right, right. But, I mean, and, too, like I said this a couple of weeks ago, if the only thing you
2: could, if I say I'm not watching WWE because of X, right, and the only response you have is, well, you better stop watching AEW and all the wrestling, too, because there's this, that, and the I other know. thing, all you're saying is that you recognize there is a problem with all of it, and you don't give a shit. Right. That's it. It doesn't make me wrong. It makes me more right. It, you know what I mean? Like, well, just, like, one of our,
0: yeah. yeah, one of our <laughs> listeners. I wrote this post being like, I dream of watching wrestling like guiltlessly, you know, um, and uh, as opposed wrote, to
2: shamelessly, I, which is what some people are doing.
0: Right, and he was like, Oh, well, I, I, he's like, I do that now already. There's problems in every company. Like, I'm completely fine with it. And nope. I was like, You don't well, watch guilt free.
2: You watch without shame because you have none. That's there's a difference. <laughs>
0: I I think that's true. I think you just put that perfectly. I was like, I don't, I I, I don't like, I I, uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't, you know, I'm out a loss for words. You know, I mean, yeah. how many? It's like, how's WB gonna handle this? You know, I mean, they need – yeah.
2: They're not going to, because there's enough people who don't care. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the other thing. So I looked at Matt Riddle's posts. And I was looking at the comments, and most of them are like, you're the man. Like, most of them. Some sure. of them are even like, it's ridiculous what these what this woman's trying to do to you. There's some of those there. And then there's the occasional, like, you're a rapist one. But they're they're few and far between from what I saw.
1: Those have not gotten deleted yet. Those have not been filtered because I'm yeah. sure... Oh, he's deleting them? I, I, I'm speculating, but there's no way that... I just can't see how... Right. Those comments could be in the minority when you're posting an ad pick the day after you've been accused of like a sexual assault. Like, right. you know, I've looked at the tweets and I read the replies and it, you know, is kind of almost split down the middle. But I'm sure oh, that okay. they're on some sort of like PR okay. bonanza trying to protect right. Matt Riddle on social media and try to maintain his reputation. So wouldn't be surprised.
2: I'm going to humbly suggest a solution, right? We're talking a lot about problems. Let's talk. I'm going to put forth a possible solution or at least a step towards a solution. Going to go back to the Sammy Guevara situation, right? I think that is the perfect opportunity to exercise the type of thing that will. So the problem is that the environment is such that people like this are comfortable being in a wrestling scene, in a music scene, in a whatever, right? They're comfortable because no one ever, when they make a little joke or they say something to their buddy, like, oh, look at the tits on this one, right? They are never met with any pushback. No one's ever like, hey, that's fucked up. Don't say that because they don't want to make them uncomfortable. And so in that moment, if if that podcast host had been like, what the fuck did you just say and made him uncomfortable, you're forcing people to either – Exile themselves because they don't want to deal with that kind of scrutiny all the time. And, you know, you make the environment toxic for toxic people by making it safe for everybody else and letting them know, I'm not going to put up with this. I'm not going to hear your shitty joke. I'm going to call you out on it and possibly mock you back and make you feel like a piece of shit so that, you know, it's not going to fly here. And the more that people do that, I'll say the more men do that for at, for and at other men especially men that we're friends with and close with uh, and start to do that work to to purify these spaces nothing nothing will ever change and it has to be the, in these little moments where somebody says some fucked up shit and you go you know what that was fucked up don't say that again and you just start to foster a different environment because they're thriving in the current one
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. and um, yeah I, I, I think that it, I kind of go back to the Hogan thing, you know, um, the Hogan, you know, the New Day didn't really take his apology. I mean, not that it's about the New Day or whatever, you know, but I'm saying they were, you know, the most prominent black wrestlers in WWE and they were kind of like, I remember their statement. I might be incorrect, but I remember them putting on a statement being like, It's cool for us to still, like, celebrate Hulkamania. We just don't – we, like, separate it from the guy. Like, he's not going to take Hulkamania away from us. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, well – and then, like, he – and he, like, apologized backstage. But he kind of felt like no – you know, he did what – as far as you can go, especially when it comes to just language, right? Right, right. And he felt like no uh, obligation to really handle it. You know, he had this no, amazing because, no. opportunity. And so that's Because he wanted
2: something else. He wanted his career back. He wanted the limelight. He didn't want to just make things okay between him and the people he hurt. He right. wanted yeah. other things. His apology was never for the people. It was for him to get his life back, to get his status back. And so that's why they probably didn't accept
0: it. Yeah. Well, I don't really know what you. This whole thing is such a mess because I mean, this list is not small. I mean, this list is like it's like a hundred wrestlers.
1: Longer every time I look at it or go on Twitter, there's a new post with new accusations, and some people maybe I've never heard of, but all in the same vein. And it's crazy how it runs this kind of spectrum of different types of like violations from hard rape, sexual assault to manipulation and um, like verbal, psychological abuse, all this stuff. And it's just so prevalent. And there's so many people being accused that it's clearly like a super toxic environment um, for, I mean, men and women, but, you know, for these victims.
0: Mm Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's like we obviously can't speak to all these specific situations. They're yeah. all extremely specific, and it's kind of like you know, a like David Starr thing. I couldn't. I just saw like a little bit of it. I couldn't even really make heads or tails of it because.
1: Yeah, I followed that one for a little while. It was, yeah, it was like, right. He was just a. Yeah, it was. Most of the accusations came from an axe. And he kind of like wrote the longest notes posts I've ever seen in my life, trying to backpedal and like further gaslight this woman who was speaking out about the way he treated her, and it was just worthless. He's a sack of shit too.
0: Right. And then some of the Marty's girl too, and Will Osprey. Uh, the Osprey thing I didn't even see. I, Those uh I haven't
1: followed. I haven't yeah. read the specifics.
0: Right. Well, whatever. I mean, it's kind of hard to even look at, but you're like, well, all, all these wrestlers, I mean, some of these are guys that, uh, let's say every wrestler that was named was deleted from wrestling just for lack of a better, like, you know, I mean, these are massive holes in in the right. in, in, in wrestling. It's not going to happen, you know? Like, all these wrestlers are not going to go away, and the varying degrees of this stuff, it's going to be, you know, none of them are, like, provable criminally, um, I mean, maybe Joey Ryan could get like, like similar, like Harvey Weinstein, you know,
1: like charges, like, you might happening. be able to get actual
0: like rape charges and whatnot, but a lot of stuff's like psychological abuse, blah, blah, blah. But probably ultimately this needed to happen in this world, you know? Uh, you know, these guys are, they're just going out on the road and, uh, just wrestling in these like auditoriums and You know what I mean? It's just kind of like the wild west, really. You know. Mm -hmm. So I want to
2: say I just want to say one thing too, because I I want to make it clear that like something I truly truly believe is that there isn't setting aside the obviously complicated discussions about gender and sex, whatever you want to call the male organism and the female organism in terms of like a human being, right? There's like this type of body and this type of body, right? The there's nothing inherent about a male person and there's nothing inherent about a female person. Any person can be any type of attitude or anything regardless. Right. I think everybody's sort of a blank slate and I'm a big believer that they're then molded by the material conditions in which they exist. Uh, and I think that, um, that's the reason. So you have these ideas of like masculinity or these ideas of, femininity and what we do is we say oh masculine belongs to male-bodied people feminine belongs to female-bodied people and then there's expectations that go along with those roles that we've invented right and one of those expectations of masculine masculinity is this like sort of conquering uh uh overwhelming uh take what's yours the world is belongs to you uh and then the ideas associated with femininity are yielding and and drawing in and enveloping. And it's all this way, right? It goes all throughout Eastern religion, yin and yang, right? But my point is this, it's about these ideas and these the culture that comes from these ideas uh, that says in order to survive in this place, you have to be, you have to assert yourself and be dominant. And that's why you find things like be a priestly is on that list. And you find things like, uh uh what's her name? Um Blanchard, right? She's like yeah, right. she got called out a while ago. And what you find is it's like it's you could say on paper, oh, they're behaving like the men are behaving. But really it's right. because they're behaving the way that male bodied people are conditioned to behave on the pretenses of masculinity, which is a thing we've completely invented. Um, and so I just want to make it clear that I'm not ever at any point saying like the problem is men, right. Or the problem is whatever. The problem is the culture that comes from these ideas that we then say, oh, if you're a man, you have to be this way. Uh, you know, and it's feminists call it the patriarchy. People call it different things, but there's an obvious system in place that says, this is how this should be. This is how it's going to be. And you can form or die in a lot of situations.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, that's why you're saying, like, is this a wrestling thing or blah, blah, blah. Like, I think in a way you're kind of saying that culturally it, it, it is.
2: I mean, culturally, no, it's a it's a culture problem across the board. Right. And like I said before, whether you put it, you're going to find it in wrestling. You're going to find it in government. You're going to find it in entertainment. Anytime there is a hierarchy with people at the top, it's Machiavelli, man. They're going to abuse their power. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And when you give somebody power, depending on all these other factors, it's going to determine how or when or why they abuse it or Well,
0: also, I also believe that – and I think this is actually something that's pretty – uh, discussed, which is that like a lot of CEOs are like psychopaths and sociopaths. Yeah. and blah blah blah. Yeah. There's a certain personality type that seeks that kind of power at all costs, right. like a Trumpian style person, you know. And a like system a, that
2: rewards it directly.
0: Right. And so I've always, you know, I, I I I've I've seen this. I've seen, you know, I don't not with any like sexual allegations, blah blah blah. But I've seen this like personality type. If I put it into a category. I've seen it and I, and when I see it I try to actively match it. You know what I mean? Not not like match right. it with the same kind of be the same, but I'm like, "Oh, I know this person will is so nuts that they'll fucking roll over me if I right. don't if I allow it." You know what I mean? And so I think that's a big that's a, you know, if you want to break it down, it's like um if you want to talk about Trump for a second, not to, I'm just using him as the example. It's like you see his level of extreme behavior. He's he has no, no, no morals who kind of go anywhere. That behavior is rewarded in our society, right? Yeah. Like that 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 kind of just like megalomania. Is, people don't know how to handle it. And it just kind of slips through the crack of success because you're like, I'm not sure how to put a kibosh on this in a way. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, and I do think that's why like the other side needs to not match it. Meaning like uh, you have to act like him. I don't know. I know I'm going morally, but you have to rise to. uh, You have to be at the same height. If that makes sense or something, right? Like, and you have to do it, whatever, however you'll do it morally, but you can't meek, right? You can't like, you can't be below it because you're holding on to, um, because you're trying to be rational. You know what I mean? Like, that's really what it is. It's like, there's like an irrational hunt for, for power from some of these people. And it's what tricks people. I think it's like, Mm -hmm. you get tricked by, uh trying to rationalize uh, rationalize the irrational and then while you go oh here's how i'm gonna handle this they irrationally go around you right like while you're not gonna compartmentalize yeah right right and i always think that's kind of like how it goes you know
1: yeah well in i guess like in trump's administration and in the wwe it's like well how do you match that person when You run the risk of being fired or penalized like immediately for doing that. Well, look at like Trump will let you go. Vince will bury you. You know, I think that fear is also Jim Cornette.
0: Like, I I think this will tie into what you're saying. He's like, Jim Cornette, his behavior is absurd. He says the most fucked up, disgusting, vile shit that has a negative impact on our society, like, actively makes America worse. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to look at it every time I pop on my YouTube it's like Jim Cornette says, right? Like he makes headlines, he's rewarded. Right. Right? right. He gets clicks. People talk about what he said. Right? And and and, and not even just cuz it's like kind of provocative. It's because what he says is so uh uh vile. Like it's so out of bounds of like what is like civil discourse, right? That like right. and so what I'm saying is the way you con- the way I I think, the way you combat it is kind of honestly like where where and maybe I'll eat these words later. But he's kind of what Cody is up to a, li- a little bit. Um, I know this is like kind of like insane. We're going from like Trump to wrestling, but he is unapologetically like I, I- I'll smash the chair, I'll talk shit about WWE. Like uh, he will stoop, right. but like uh. They, they they will stoop, but then also they show you what they stand for or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. So I know that's like kind of a micro way, but like there is a way to be like loud and proud while still upholding uh, uh, morality. But listen, this, as long as social media is a thing, there's no, there's going to be rewards for uh, being gross. You're being right. terrible, you know? Well,
2: I mean, that's why I think – I talk about things like the swamp and I openly mock people who I think are, 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 are shitty because I think I'm not going to be civil. Being civil is not in my DNA. Right. And I'm going to mock you and I'm going to make fun of you. And I'm going to try to get other people to make fun of you so that you feel bad. And I think that like, uh, you know, to that point, Cody is going after WWE and is like, you know, mocking them. I think that even then in comedy, like there needs to be maybe another way to correct this is to make the, tr- make the meme that it's, that no one likes this. No one wants you around if you're going to be this way. This is not your place. This is not for you Make right. you know, put them back on the out group, uh, where they belong until they figure this shit out.
0: Yeah. It just gets, you know, the, you know. I mean, it gets tricky because then you're also like, we're talking about giving unions to wrestling, blah blah blah, and you're like, oh right. well, the more rules you put on it, does it sterilize the insanity of wrestling and the and the and the, and the, the craziness? Do you start getting you start having a union? Can you have like that? that match, well, it had Joey Ryan in it, but, like, can you wrestle in the PWG? Like, if they're, like, like in, like, the American Legion Hall where it all started, like, that was, like, max occupancy. It's, like, well, the union says, like, you can't, and this guy's a union wrestler. He can't do the show, and you know what I mean? Like, it, it, and, oh, it, you can't, there can't be this much blood. The match has to stop if this blood... You know what I'm, what I'm saying? Is like, there is there is an element of regulation that is, like, always kind of scary to me when you're talking about art you know right but as it stands right now uh, t- wrestling seems to be in such a kind of a no man's land that I think that there's such a discrepancy between how wrestlers at the top are treated and wrestlers at the bottom it's it's a little too like classist in a way you know right. um, to the point where like if you're it feels like if you're like, if you're a low, like it seems scary to be a low level independent female wrestler. Like a starting out, that seems like yeah. a scary place to be that that shouldn't be good. There should be a society, uh, you know, it, these, these wrestlers should be protected and people, other wrestlers should have been protecting these women from Joey Ryan. If They know if I knew that if I had like, I didn't know, but I had kind of heard some stuff imagine the people stood around and were like that's uh i don't want to like you know that's that's just how he does it or like i don't want to lose my spot being booked right. because of that you know so something needs right. something something needs to happen that this can't perpetuate uh because right now uh yeah but but also it's extremely difficult cuz it nothing about wrestling is showing that it's moving out of this no man's land that it's in you know <laughs> Right. Right. I mean, it's almost too, it's like we talk
2: about psychos and like their ability to climb this ladder. And I think it's like in general, if you, I've said this before in the podcast, a great way to be successful is in, in this dimension that we live in is to align all of your actions with your self-interest and your self-interest alone. And if everything you do is for you only, and how does it benefit you and you'll ben. and you will seek to benefit yourself no matter the cost you will shoot up whatever whatever ladder you're trying to climb yes
0: it's exactly yeah yeah that's you know, a good and, way to and, say it
2: and i think that you then have people who are truly like they're they're monstrous right and they're willing like the trumps right who are willing to actively align themselves or align their actions with their with their self interest and then you have other people who are just trying to conform and trying to move up a ladder trying to be a wrestler in some little right. city and they're then trying to align their self-interest by not speaking up. They're saying, well, it's more important. My career is more important to me than speaking up and defending this other person, but they're already outpaced. They're out psychoed by the psychos and they and all that's has doing is making the psychos more powerful. It's not helping them. Uh, but they're still, cause they're trying to do the thing. They're trying to play the game the way the psychos are playing and all it's doing is making, making it worse.
0: Right.
2: metaphysically speaking
0: yeah no i i I, yeah i i know what you're saying and i mean look this is gonna be a long way till we correct any of this and i wouldn't be surprised if this is just i mean you know it's just this is like when it rains it pours situation i mean like we wrestling (laughs) we've come a long way since wrestlemania getting canceled i mean yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's been a (laughs) 10 years (laughs) i know right so i mean look I know a lot of you have been struggling to even enjoy wrestling at all right now, yeah. let alone with this. I mean, we have the debut of Matt Riddle and it's marred by that. It's just, you know, a bunch of bad news, but ultimately, you know, ultimately, you know, uh, they'll, they'll come growth from all this stuff. Um, unfortunately it won't help like the victims, the victims of COVID-19, and uh, the, all these sexual allegations, you know, uh, right. you know, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what WB's response is going to be, you know, maybe, maybe they got to shut down the wrestling for now, you know,
1: you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: you know, I, 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 I get it. Cause they want to pay these guys, but maybe, yeah. I mean, they are like one of the only close set TV show happening. I don't, I don't know any others, you know? Except mm-hmm. for the news, right? Right. Anyway, look. Um, hopefully, everything falls into place. There's nothing I can really say to like end this. I'm trying to like end on like a high yeah. note. This is just you know, this is just a fucking weird. This is a a weird week among weird months. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, we're not gonna talk about. We're not going to talk about specific wrestling stuff. I'm not going to put out a Patreon AEW NXT episode this week. I think we should at least take this week to uh, acknowledge what happened here so it does not swept under the rug. And uh, hopefully we can see some uh, um, some kind of action here, you know? Uh, yeah. But I, I'm not going to give up on wrestling, I'll tell you that. Like, I mean you know it's too good of a thing and I, I you know what I mean it's too it's 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 great and then also who's gonna you know you know who's gonna take it to account you know what I mean right <laughs> and I don't think this is a wrestling problem I think this is rest, you know I don't yeah. think this is, this is a problem across the board in society at all levels in every company everything um so we'll see what happens from here and we'll keep we'll keep track of it and um and then we'll watch Fighter fest. <laughs> yeah <laughs> anything else you guys want to add no no covered it yeah all right everybody all uh right. well i think we had a good discussion about this stuff and um i uh yeah it's tricky you know i mean it's really hard especially when it's like i re- you're like oh there's a wrestler that i really love and i re- you know you are you know like you know uh you know, uh, I was always eyeing up David Starr. I mean, I was never a big Joey Ryan guy, uh, but you know, Matt Riddle. I mean, we'll be talking about for months on this podcast. I'm just talking about how I think he's like the guy. You know, yeah, right. Um, and uh, I don't, I don't see that. I don't see that happening. I don't see how from you go from this to be you know. And then, what happens if he gets this Goldberg match that we want, and this is just swept under the rug? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is it like, oh, well, hey, she, we just call this woman a stalker, and then he gets to go have these big matches, like you know how am I, how, how do we feel about that? You know? Yeah I don't know,'ll we'll, we'll track it. We're not going to solve it tonight, but uh, we will <laughs> or ever. but um yeah. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. And, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this discussion. And maybe we'll keep it going. The Facebook group, if you got some uh, 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 stuff to say. And hopefully we get back to two wrestlers of great character wrestling in front of 100,000 people for a piece of gold. Right. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody. Keep watching wrestling. And uh, kisses. Cheers up.
1: Bye.
0: Bye. Of wrestling i listen wednesday
1: when i go to work <laughs> <laughs> this has been a ucb comedy production check out our other shows on the ucb comedy podcast network